When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN Radio, ESPNU. Along with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, and joining us now, Alan Hahn, ESPN, NBA, 98.7, noon until 3 Eastern time. Get up today, Knicks, MSG. Anything else you do? It's so many things. I don't know how to list all of them. Whatever they tell me to do on a given day. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Host, analyst, you know, whatever you need from me. That's what it is. It's a, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. All right. We got to have him weigh in on the big theme going on around here Uh-oh. for the last week or two. In or out on hibachi dinners? Oh, I love them. Okay, good. How, how could you not be in on them? It's, it's, a, it's a party. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a good time. Okay, good. We're just yeah. making sure. It's dinner, it's dinner and a show, right? I mean, yeah. And it's, yeah, and most important part is it's dinner and it just keeps coming, which is yeah, the exactly. best part of it. Exactly. Right? The best part. Who Asser, says no? At, okay, good. I'm glad you asked the follow-up question. Who says Who no? Who says no is the entire team in Bristol right now. Hambo says no. Well, I mean, all right. Well, I mean, he, he's not a normal human. Except that. Well, yeah. He had to like it. I think he, he hated just, it. I think he said he was overrated. He did not he like hated it. it. He went the other day. He had never, so Greeny and I found out that he had never heard of Hibachi. Literally never heard of it. He's just a walking computer, this guy. He's not actually a real human. And so he and his wife went and did not enjoy it because it was too much for him. Wait a second. Just him and his wife. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Got to bring kids. First experience. Well, not, not even and friends. kids. First experience should never just be you and someone who also has never experienced it. My opinion. Good point. Like, it should be like three of us and our wives kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Then, then it's like it becomes a conversation thing and then somebody's cooking for you. Food keeps coming. The drinks keep coming. More sake, more sake, a little more sake. <laughs> like, like, and then it's a party. Like then, yeah. you, then you leave going, that was great. But if it's you and someone who's never experienced it and you're just sitting there and other people that you don't know are in the same area and you're just like, can I have that? Oh, is that mine? I don't know. Like, it just gets awkward. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that, that was his first mistake. Yeah, he had the yeah. wrong game plan. It's clear. Yes. And, yes. and he went in there. He didn't execute properly. You got to have the right group of people around you. Yep. That's why we put together a list of the yeah, top you can, three guests for hibachi that we would want to have oh. go out on, on a hibachi date. I'm in. Tim Alan would have to be a part of Yeah, it. he's I'm now in. in. Tim Legler, last thing on this, told us he's 82.7% from the field at catching shrimp. I believe said. that. <laughs> and he probably kept the stats. I believe that with legs. Oh, I've been out gosh. with legs. I definitely think he will definitely catch seven. All right, so last night we had a bunch of great games around the association. Knicks and the Warriors, you were there for that. Um, we have had the discussion that Madison Square Garden brings the best out of everyone. Do you see that on an everyday basis? Like there's That is the biggest venue in sports where an opposing athlete has to rise their level of play. Especially when stars come in. You know, that especially when you get the marquee teams that come in and you know, especially the West Coast teams only get to come in once you're going to get their best because it's a show for them. So, yeah, that's that's definitely part of the deal. That's a that's been a bigger issue for the Knicks in the past. It hasn't been this year because this is a different mentality kind of team. Even last night, like they were undermanned. They were outgunned. And yet here's a game that should have been a 30 point blowout. And here we are. It was a four point game at one point late in the second half. 
because of this team, the, what they're made up of. It's just a scrappy, hard-working team that's just never going to give in. You're going to have to beat them. So it used to be something that was a problem when stars would come in, other teams that were good would come in, and they'd make it their show, and they'd kind of take over the building. This team, over the last two years, they, they don't do that. So it's a little different. But last night was a lot more about who they didn't have right. versus who they were playing against. Okay, so the New York Knicks are a top-four team in the East. The Golden State Warriors, not so much. If the playoffs started today, they'd yep. be the last team in the play-in. Do you see this as a team that can go on a deep playoff run, or is the dynasty officially over? Yeah, I don't know if the dynasty part of it is still existing, but I think they're in that post-dynasty stage where they're still the dangerous team you don't want to play okay. because of the experience. I think Clay off the bench with them is a really interesting depth piece now because him and Chris Paul together off the bench, it's not a typical bench kind of team. These are two guys that have played big-time games and big-time moments and made big-time plays. So when you get to a playoff series and they're coming off the bench, you know that's a lot different than what Sacramento's bringing off the bench, mm-hmm. lack of experience. That's a lot different than other teams are bringing off the bench. There's only the Clippers and Denver, to me, are teams that – are not going to be overwhelmed by that kind of depth and experience. But there's a lot of other teams in the West that aren't going to be able to match something like that. So I do think the Warriors can make noise, but I think dynasty part of this thing, unless, unless LeBron took that trade. To yeah. like, I think we were robbed of something because that could have been fun to watch. But, you know, we don't have that, so I don't think – I don't. I wouldn't put them in that upper. Well, you know, if LeBron anymore. didn't agree to that trade, he's probably got something up his sleeve this summer. So I'm just – I'm hoping as a what Lakers – What do you mean? He didn't know about it, CC. I'm hoping as a – I'm hoping as a Lakers fan that there's a move to be made because as a Lakers fan, I don't think this team is capable of going on a deep playoff run and getting back to the conference finals. Yeah, no. I, I just don't see it from them. I mean, last night needing overtime to beat a Wizards team that already has 50 losses on the season. How many wins do the Wizards have in February? Not, nine. That'd be no, no, wins in February. Oh, wins in February. Yeah, yeah it'd be no, none. None. But none. they went a whole month. None, 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 none you. <laughs> Two teams. Portland didn't have a win in February either. It's yeah. cra- isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's ridiculous to think. Alan yeah. Hahn is joining us. ESPN NBA, of course, 98-7 in New York, noon until 3 Eastern time. The Lakers and the Warriors, we talk about all the time. Barkley complaining last night on TNT that we talk about them too much. So I'm going to throw Charles Barkley, who we love, a bone here. Should we be talking about the T-Wolves and Thunder more? Mm-hmm. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. Now back to the Warriors and the Lakers. No, no, it's funny because you're right. Like, Look, again, it's the Timberwolves are a good, hard-playing, tough team. This is the problem that the NBA has, though. What, what the NBA is dealing with right now is they don't have a next one. Mm. They've got good teams. And the Denver Nuggets are a great team with a great player. And they still, still, they're still there, and they're going to be there. I think the Clippers are a great team. We don't talk about them. They have, they have stars. They have Kawhi Leonard. They have Paul George. They have James Harden. Right. We don't talk about them. Because those aren't compelling stars that sell the game as much, right? And when we get to the playoffs, then we'll start selling teams. We start talking about that. But the problem the NBA has, Greeny did a list last week. And he gave us the next faces of the league. Yep. All five of them flawed. All five of them. There's no given on any of them. The one name that you could say has the best chance is 20 years old. It's Victor Wembanyama. He has a chance because he's got a little charisma. He certainly is compelling. He's 7'3", just the way he plays. Everything about him draws your attention. And I've always said, the league's problem when it comes to these faces of the league types that we keep trying to push is that it's not about who's a great basketball player. That should be a given in that conversation. Right. What you need 
is somebody that sells in places that they're not watching basketball. Like, I recognize LeBron because he's a brand, not because, because I watch basketball. I know who that guy is. Oh, Steph Curry. Oh, I know him. Oh, I know what he's about. He's that guy that plays basketball. Who does he play for? Right? That, this, this becomes the whole thing that you have, like, Eugene and Martha don't watch basketball, but they know who Steph Curry is. Yeah. They know who LeBron is. And that's the problem the league has is you can tell me as a basketball fan, wait a minute. Anthony Edwards is awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And he actually is a pretty good actor, too. But he's kind of immature. He's not going to sell. You know, like, there's a lot of cool things about players in the league today. But there's nothing like we had from Magic and Bird to Jordan to Shaq and Kobe, LeBron, Steph Curry. There's no one coming next. Well, Wemby, you said so, so, no, Hold on, but you said Wemby, and, and here's could the thing. be, could you, be, but you, he's got to win. Well, that 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 part is true, but I also think there's going to be the challenge of being a center, right? Because you're usually seeing those superstar players, those guys that are faces yeah. of the league, being guys that have the ball in clutch power in the last five minutes of the game. Those are usually Did you guys. Watch him last night. That, he, he had the great. ball in clutch time. No, 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 both no. ends of the floor. No, no, he I mean, was amazing. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. But like consistently being able to do that, yep. I just I, I wonder. If we can see that from a player like Wimby moving forward. Yeah, that's the question. But because of the way he plays, because he doesn't play the traditional, I need you to feed me the ball. He's a guy that'll catch it. I mean, he took a shot from the logo last night. Three minutes to go in the game, he took a logo three and nailed it. So you have those moments that I think he can still do that. But I also think because of how he looks, you know, he is also a lot of compelling things about him. The height, the length, the skinniness. His personality that you can see starting to come out, there is great potential in him. But what is the most critical thing to be the face in the league? You got to win. Yeah. And not just win games. You got to the trophy behind you, Chris. You have yeah. one, yeah. right? You got to have something like that in on your resume to be a face of the league. Al, what are we making of Milwaukee Bucks? Like, are, are, should we take the Milwaukee Bucks seriously no. as a title contender? No. The Boston Celtics have no one to worry about in the East if the Knicks can't get healthy. Wow. If the Knicks can't get wow. healthy, the Boston Celtics have no one to worry about because they've already played the Bucks. They can handle them. And they also got the guy that can take on Dame Lillard, the guy that used to play for the Bucks. So they have everything that they need. They're not worried about the Bucks. They're not worried about the Sixers, right? Embiid, does he come back? They don't worry about them. Who are you worried about? Miami? Yep. Miami's the only team that hangs out. They lay scared in the, the hell out of Denver last night. Right? right? They scared the hell out of Denver. And they're that team. You thought they're buried. Then the hand comes out of the grave and they're still alive. Right? That's, that's Miami. The Undertaker. Like you just the made him into the Undertaker. Yeah. That's what they are. And Riley and Spo are pallbearers. <laughs> what they are, basically, in that spot. All right. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm a Heat fan, so I'm biased. But you're right. I mean, like, that is the team. I, I have a weird thought about the Bucks, though. I do wonder if we're all writing them off and they actually somehow get better as a result of How do every, they get better? They, that, they're not adding talent. Well, that's they're the problem. They're older. They're slower. They don't play defense. Dame can't guard at that position, and they're going to pick on him. And Giannis can't make free throws. He's not clutch late in games. So close games, yeah, okay, when you have Dame Lillard, you have a shot. But overall, their depth isn't as good as it used to be. You know, They're, they're not – we're making them better than they are. And they're playing better, yes – but we're making them better than they are. I just think it's a flawed roster. That's that's simple as that. And so I don't think. And if you're the Celtics, that's my point. It's not. Look, they're a good team. The Bucks are a good team because of obviously in the standings they'll show you that. But when we're talking about who can contend, the Boston Celtics are at one level, and everybody else is in the lobby. The only thing I would say in addition to about the Celtics is I, there's one tiny maybe hypothetical flaw. And maybe I'm thinking back to when the three of us were probably growing up watching basketball. I would try to physically beat them up a little bit. 
uh, in a in a series, do they have that? You grew up watching the Knicks. We all grew up watching the Knicks. Yep. Bad Boy Pistons. Even what what the Bulls became, right? Do they have that nasty? So they're missing Grant Williams, Marcus Smart. You know, Al Horford's a little bit older. Like they're missing that kind of element. I mean, I think they went out there and they tried to look for that a little bit. I mean, we heard about Isaiah Stewart. I mean, maybe that's a little too far around the trade deadline, obviously. Yeah. But I, I, that's the one thing. If I'm a team, I may have to go bad. Xavier not to hurt. Tillman, they added Xavier to Tillman's give them a little the bit one. of toughness. Yeah. yeah, but I would try to go bad boys Pistons on them. I try to knock them down a little bit early, not to hurt. But just to influence. The, or, uh, Antonio or Pierce. Or, 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 or hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I bring in Antonio Pierce to coach my team against them, basically. The Mahomes rules, but, but again, that's why Miami is a threat. That's why the Knicks are a threat. Because the they'll Knicks, beat them up. They're two very physical, get-after-you type of teams that I think, and, and especially Nick-wise, they have the depth as well to just keep throwing body after body after body at you. But the problem is, is most of those bodies right now aren't playing. So that's the yeah. concern. You, you bring up an interesting point quickly here, Alan, that – if you're an NBA fan and you want to see all hell break loose in the Eastern Conference playoffs, you can't have Miami and New York against each other in the first round. Great point. They're the teams that could knock people off. Mm-hmm. But if they play against each other, yeah. w- half their team will be hurting in the next round. Right. Well, see- well, Miami should do their job then. Get better in the sense. Well, yeah. They are. Easier, <laughs> I mean, they are right yeah, now. Not, not in the last 11. You'll yep. see Alan coming up on Get Up at 8. It is past 8 a.m. Eastern. Coming up in a few minutes here. Alan will be on with Greeny on Get Up. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. NBA Action Sunday, Mavs. Sixers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Michelle Smallman back with us next week. So, CC, the 14-team playoff is certainly heading in that direction in college football right now. And the automatic qualifiers are coming out of three of them, out of the Big Ten and SEC. And now we're saying that there's some conversation about automatic buys as well, that the SEC and Big Ten winners would hold rights to first-round buys in the new proposed college football format. 
In or out on that? Uh, I'm out on that, man. I feel like we're doing a little bit too much. Like, like I, I understand that those teams want to make sure that they have a certain amount of slots in the playoffs, but why do they deserve the automatic buy? I, I mean, their record should dictate whether or not they have that buy. Now, usually in any given year, they're going to have it because those are the 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 best conferences when we start talking about the the depth and the quality of the teams. But I, I just I don't necessarily agree with just saying you get a buy if you're the best team in that conference. I, I just I'm out on that one. The problem with this argument is what happens if hypothetically the SEC winner is a team that upsets the better team in a conference championship game, mm-hmm. right? So what was it? The Pitt example years ago. Mm-hmm. That they were in the ACC title game. They had multiple losses. They won the ACC title, right? I know it's a different conference. But in this scenario, if you have a team, a two-loss team make it to the SEC title game mm-hmm. against a no-loss or one-loss team, and the two-loss team upsets that team, they get the automatic buy but would have a lower ranking overall most likely, right? If I'm understanding this correctly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's- I'm out on that one, man. I I get it. We're talking about two conferences that have between the two of them what 34 teams? I think it'll be in 2024. Jesus, is that many? 34 teams? Yeah. See, but this is why we sh- I I just I don't I don't agree that whoever wins those respective conferences should have an automatic buy. I think it should be based on the record and it should be based on the selection committee. I mean, we'll have enough slots, you'll be guaranteed a ticket to the dance, but the competitive advantage that you get by having the automatic buy when you only have to win three games to win a national title as opposed to four is absolutely huge. So I'm not just going to give that away. Right, I agree, and I also think... Just because you win that conference in any given year doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be the best team. Well, they're never going to do this because there's too much money involved. But that's why I think they should eliminate the conference championship games. Because if you want to give an automatic buy to the conference champion, give it to the one who d- displays it over a 12-game, 13-game yes. season. Not, not the team not the that one-off. any given Saturday can dial it up. Right, yeah. so if you just look at it and you say, okay, so... Because it would have been Georgia in the SEC, Right. Based on, yeah, so Based last the year, season, they, they, that's they a good way of looking a, at it. They had an undefeated regular season, but they didn't get to the college football playoff because they got upset in the SEC title game by We're, Alabama. So in this scenario, let's play that out. In this scenario, though, if we use last year, Georgia gets into the 14-team playoff, obviously, but Alabama gets the bye, right? Yeah. In that scenario from last year? Yeah, exactly. Versus... Where, where Georgia displayed throughout the course of the year that they were the better team. So in the, in the... The scenario we are presenting, so you have 14 teams. You can have automatic bids out of the SEC and Big Ten, which I know you don't love. I do, but whatever. I'm fine with the automatic bids. Like I'm I'm going to get over the automatic bids because those are the two premier conferences. So what we're saying, and we're suggesting a better format for the new format, if you're going to give automatic buys, eliminate conference championship games. That's what we're saying, right? That's what we're... uh, Okay, what's the hesitation now? Because I know they're not going to get rid of the conference championship game. Right, but if you're going to be logical about how to award buys, you have to do it based on a bigger sample size. Yeah, I'm with you, but I guess those teams are looking at it from the standpoint of the winner of our conference in that conference championship game deserves to have a buy before the playoff kicks off. They deserve to have that competitive advantage. And I don't necessarily agree with that because football is a funny game. On any given day, you know, one team that might, from a talent standpoint, be inferior, can best the other one. And that's what we saw in the SEC title game. Now, uh, we do have some interesting news coming out of the combine here I want to update people on. Uh, CC, you have looked at every which way of evaluating these quarterbacks, right? Yeah. 
Well, we have a new way to maybe look at it. Courtney Cronin, ESPN, a Bears reporter, has just put out an important piece of information. Jaden Daniels was asked what animal he would be for 24 hours. He asked for clarification, dead or alive, before giving his answer. He said, a lion. CC Jaden Daniels wants to be a lion. How does that change your evaluation of the quarterback position? Stop yourself. Not even... Not, not even a little bit. No. Why did no. he ask dead or alive? Uh, Pat, good follow up. I have no idea. Why would you want to be a <laughs> like, dead lion? <laughs> or, I, I mean, no sorry, idea. a dead animal. Dinosaurs. They don't exist anymore. No, no, that's a good response that I didn't see that one I coming. I did not see that one either. All right. <laughs> so My you, job is done. So you think that he asked that because he wanted to say dinosaur. Yeah, but he could have just said dinosaur. Like, he wasn't going to say dead dinosaur. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm with you on that one. He, I want to be a dead dinosaur when I grow up, Mommy. I want to be a fossil? Like, what do you yeah, mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Wait. I don't know, Kitty, you went through this process. They might look at him weird if he's like, oh, I want to be a T-Rex. And they're like, well, no. Like. Didn't they look at Miles Garrett weird because he was in the dinosaurs? I think that was a thing. Well, he went number one overall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, so this is... He had other interests. I don't know if, the, if Courtney is saying that he was asked by a T or asked by the media but oh, these... he is meeting with the media right okay. now so but these crazy questions are asked of you guys all so... the time like the questions at the combine are crazier than the questions that you get on media night at the super bowl like they are off the wall questions like what and give us NFL... an example well i can't i don't, I, well, like I don't maybe know that you've heard i don't know if an example is made for tv remember there are some off the wall questions that teams even ask players at the combine way back when des bryant was coming out yeah you know there was some inflammatory questions asked toward him and the nfl has done a good job of trying to curtail a lot of the questioning and leave it to football specific things and stuff within that realm but yeah i, I mean they, they want to get to know you, and sometimes they'll ask you a question to see if they can get a rise out of you, see if they can get a reaction, because they believe that that's telling about your character. And sometimes the media will do the same exact thing at the combine. So, Canty, what animal would you want to be, dead or alive? Ooh, what animal would I want to be? That's a great question. I mean, it's hard to go against the bear, right? I want to be a dead dinosaur now that I think about no, it. No, the, bear, no the, bear, the bear is a good one, though, right? Like, uh, which I, kind of bear? Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, I, well, obviously a black bear, Nuno. I wasn't going to assume anything. Well, I mean, it's a, obviously a black bear. <laughs> I'm not going to be a polar bear. And I'm Pete Alonzo. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Kenny, Kenny, oh, oh Kenny! This is not hard hitting analysis. It's not that. Can he or can't he? That is the question. Time for a round of Kenny or can't he on Sportsman Life, presented by Progressive Insurance. 
Looking for a career you love and you will love? With flexibility, great pay, and benefits in one of the country's top workplaces, come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. That was uh, a beautifully read read right there. Thank you. Beautifully. Uh, can he or can't he play without a fibula? You can, actually. And I did, once upon a time, my <laughs> freshman year in college. Now, given it was a red shirt year, but I was still out there practicing every single day, and I thought I had really, really bad shin splits. Turns out, after my freshman year, they decided to give me an x-ray as a part of my end-of-the-season physical, and I had a broken fibula See, that, th- had, that, that occurred earlier in the year and that had since healed. This is where guys like you, like, you cannot relate to Pat and Javante and Nuno and myself. Because literally, this conversation started. CeCe's telling us a story how he played Division I college football in the ACC with a broken leg and didn't realize it's it. It's not a broken Okay, stop it's with It's kind stop of with a the, broken leg. the broken leg bit, okay? Part of a broken the, leg? The, the, the tibia is the one that does the majority of the weight bearing with the leg. That's the big bone in your leg. The fibula is a little side thing. It's, it's, it's nothing. A you little you, side it's thing. It's a little side thing. You don't even need it. The, tib- the fibula is like an appendix. You don't really need it. That's not no. It's, it's, oh you don't God. really need it. You don't really need no, it. No, you don't really no, you, need you it. You don't really. The need rest it. of us need you it. You don't really need it. No, no, you don't. You don't really need it. You. I'm sorry. You don't really. I'm sorry. You don't really need it. You. I actually lived it. I have lived experience of all of the seven members on this show. Well, eight including Rob. I actually have lived experience of competing and playing football without a healthy fibula. It was it was it was broken. All right, we need to talk as if Cece's not sitting here. I had a here. fractured fibula. My freshman okay, year. I'm going to talk to Pat Jovante and Nuno for a second. Does he realize how much tougher he is than the rest of us? Because no. clearly he does. He no. thinks the rest no, no, of no. us. We would all be no. out from radio with this injury. Forget football. He no. does. He does. But he's trying not to. Like, I'm not tough. This I'm is like one a of those veal. Humble... I am not tough. I am <laughs> this not is tough. one of those. You get accused of humble brags way too many times. Like this one, you can. Like not trying to ruin your rims on your car or whatever. It's not. This is not even bragging. This is just fact of the matter. You said your leg you was your appendix. It. No, no, no. Exactly. Listen, it it's, was an itch. There are. <laughs> God dang it! There are two bones in the lower leg. It's the fibula and the tibia. One does a lot more work than the other one. You don't really need the fibula. You I know. Don't. I know it has it's more letters than not tibia, a toenail. but you don't really need it. You don't. Yes, if you, you broke do. your fibula, you could still walk. If you broke your tibia, you can't. Case in point. It doesn't mean I want to. No, it doesn't mean you want to. Just like you wouldn't want to drive a car with a flat tire, but you can do it. All I'm simply saying is, yeah, you can rim, do it. And then you destroy the rim, and then you can't Rob drive Schneider. anymore. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of Tortorol, right? Like that. Okay, that we season. need. All right, I'm sure we have doctors that listen to our There's show. There's got to be a doctor. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. A doctor. So you're saying you don't need your. Fibula. Fibula. To Appendix. play Division One college football in the Atlantic Coast Conference. And not where I played on the ESPNU looking behind me in my high school football jersey, right? You played for Virginia. And you're like, I didn't even realize I didn't have or I had, a, in essence, a broken leg. Uh, uh, I was out for a week with a, a lobster cut my finger once, trying to I'm break just, it open. I'm just sitting there thinking about some of the injuries that I had, some of my teammates had in college. Like, we had DBs out there playing with torn ACLs with knee braces on. I'm just sitting there thinking, 
What the hell was going on at UVA when I was in school in Nothing. the early 2000s? <laughs> you guys, you know what? Uh, Whoever uh, the uh, doctor uh, is now can be. Al Groh was the head coach. Parcells way. Al Groh. Whoever the doctor is that calls, you got a, you got you got a, a job open. You got a broken leg, tape it up. Yeah, tape it up. You got a torn ACL, put a brace on. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable that you think it's no big deal. Yeah, I got a broken fibula. I could play college football. And you think we should all think it's no big deal. You could you could move around with the broken fibula. Do you realize Pat was out three days after he did a snowman? No, he was he was he was actually interviewing for other jobs. We I'm come, still getting come, over come that. To, come to find out, he yeah. was using that as an excuse to be out, but he was actually interviewing for other jobs. All right, we need. I was people. getting my appendix out. <laughs> we need we need doctors. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. While we're waiting for the doctors to call, we do a little round of canny or canty. Brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call click Granger or just stop by today. Mavs Celtics tonight on ESPN at seven thirty. Can Luca Eastern Time? Excuse me. Can Luca score over thirty one? and a half points against the Celtics over under uh I'm actually gonna go under I, I think the Celtics are a really good defensive team when they set their mind to it of course Drew Holiday is the head of the snake when it comes to that but Jalen Brown is a very valuable piece in terms of his defensive versatility I think they give the Dallas Mavs all they want from a defensive standpoint and so I would go with the under on 31 and a half from Luka can Jason Tatum score over 26 and a half points against the Mavs tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's defense optional with the Mavs. Well, and any given night, they can allow a team to score a buck 30, buck 40. They have been better of late, but I still think Jason Tatum in his own building, going up against one of the other young faces of the NBA and Luka Doncic will have a point to prove. So Tatum, over 26 and a half points. Bucks at Bulls tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern time, which means a 9 p.m. Central start in Chicago for that game this evening. Can Giannis score 29, over 29 and a half against the Bulls tonight? Chicago Bulls are sneaky, man. I mean, that's a sneaky. team. No they're, just, they're just, no, they're not a good team, but on any given night, they can catch some money slipping. And I feel like this could be the night where they catch the Milwaukee Bucks slipping. So I'm going to go under 29 and a half points for Giannis just because I think it's an off night. The Bucks could fall flat against the Chicago Bulls on the road. Can the Bucks keep Dame and Giannis together next season? Kenny or Canty brought to you by Granger. I'm going to say they can't. I think this season has an early exit once they get to the playoffs, and one of those two stars ass out. And I don't know which one. It's not going to be honest. I'd be I, stunned. I, I don't know which one. I mean, you, you say it's not going to be honest, but we don't know how that relationship is going to go with Doc Rivers. You're right. And we don't know how that relationship is going to devolve if the season ends up spiraling, especially once they get into the postseason. If they have another first-round exit – I mean, I could absolutely see a world where Giannis ass out. I mean, the only thing that the Bucks guaranteed themselves with him agreeing to that extension is this season and seeing what would happen once you paired him with another star. But you went down the road of Adrian Griffin. That didn't work out. Now you took another swing with Doc Rivers. I mean, if it doesn't work out, if you don't get further into the playoffs than you did the year before – then if you're Giannis, why would you want to stay in that situation? I mean, you're the one who made all those moves if you're Giannis. That's the only way – that's the only thing I'll say. It's like I don't – I believe Mike Budenholzer is not He's the coach. He's the one that decided on Adrian Griffin over Nick Nurse when he was available? Yes. That's my belief. Yeah, that is my belief. Canny or Canty brought to you by Granger. One more, and then we got to get to these calls okay. on, on your broken leg that somehow you – See, he had two broken arms and a broken, broken leg. It was a no broken big deal. fibula. No big deal. It's a can broken anyone, fibula. Can anyone beat the Celtics in the East? No. No one can beat the Celtics in the East. They can't. None of the teams in the East. 
I mean, I guess the only team that you would be worried about if you're Boston and Tatum is Miami. You don't want none of that smoke with Bam and Jimmy and Jaime Jaquez and how grimy they can get down there in Miami. But, I mean, I, I mean, you're not worried about anybody else. Right now, if you're the Boston Celtics, you're just workshopping this thing, fine-tuning it to get ready for whoever comes out of the West. Can he or can't he? Brought to you by Granger. All right, Brad in West Virginia listening on the ESPN app. You're an athletic trainer, Brad. Is that correct? Yes, sir. No big deal, broken fibula, or big deal? So the fibula, no, it's not. I've seen a ton of athletes play with a broken fibula before. Um, there's a lot of muscles that connect to it, but, you know, depending on where it's broken, athletes play with that all the time. It only bears, like, 10% of your body weight. Thank you, Brad. That's what I've been trying to tell these yakos. I've been trying to tell these guys that. So basically what Brad's saying is you're not that tough. Interesting. I, I, I'm trying to tell you that, too. I'm like a feel. I just want to be massaged and coddled. I, I'm not a tough guy. So I just got a text from our friend Andre Snellens, Dr. Z. Uh-huh. Um, he says an appendix doesn't serve known function, whatever. A fibula supports your leg, not as crucial to walking as the tibia, but you absolutely need your fibula. Is there anything that Andre Snellens well, doesn't on, know? Hold on, hold on, He's the smartest guy alive. Hey, about, and he also about. disagrees with Han. Need, you need it, <laughs> yeah. but, but you can function without it. You absolutely, absolutely is in caps. And he also, by the way, said that he disagrees with Han. If the Bucks stay in current path, they're going to be a problem. But yes. So, so he you, says yeah, you, no absolutely, you absolutely need it, but yeah. you can play on it? But you, you can play without it? You, like you can play without it, but you can play without it, but you absolutely right. need it? Canty, follow up. How good were you guys that year? I didn't play. I was redshirted. Okay. So they didn't care about you at that <laughs> point. That's a, that's a fair point, but I, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think I was a decent player. I mean, it took him the whole wow. year to realize he had a broken leg. Wow. <laughs> Leo in Pennsylvania <laughs> listening on 6.30 a.m. in PA. What's up, Leo? You're a physical therapist, Leo? That's correct. Physical therapist for 25 years. Okay. So yeah. I got some experience uh, with rehabbing the type of injury that Canty is talking about. And I'll tell you what, Canty has a point. The tibia is the most important bone in the lower leg. Now, it depends on where you fracture the bone, obviously. If you fracture the fibula in the distal or lower aspect, then you have a broken ankle, and you're not walking. Regardless. No, mine was but, high up. Yeah. By the yeah, way, wait, hold up. on one second, Leo. I'm going to let you finish. Hold on one second. I'm just cracking up on the TV side if you're watching on ESPNU. The graphic that's been put up by our TV team, do you need a fibula in your leg, 888-ESPN? <laughs> that is a great lower third awesome. graphic. That is awesome. Well done. All right, Leo, go ahead. I'm sorry. No problem. High up, just like Canty described. If it's a crack in that area, you can absolutely play, play through it. It comes to pain tolerance, and I know that man is tough. Yeah. I, I, I honestly thought it was shin splits. I, I, I was like, I never had, but I was like, this, this has got to be shin splits. I was like, this, there's no way there could be something else wrong. And then at the end of the season, they do an x-ray. They're like, oh, you had a broken, broken fibula. Did you try to hide every injury you had so you no. could play? No, no, no. No? No. I mean, there are some, I mean, sometimes the coaches didn't care. Like, you could be, like, like, like are you hurt or are you injured? Like, there's wow. a sliding scale based on how important you are to the team. Like, you could be injured, but, you know, if you're a really key cog, then we'll just say you're really, really hurt. Did you, this broken leg have any long-term effect? No, but you're no. not sure. I mean, it happened my freshman year, so I don't, I don't think so. You, you said in passing. I don't know if you were being serious, but I think you may have been. We probably had teammates that had torn ACLs. No, not probably. Played. We did. I had two teammates, an inside linebacker and a safety, that both played with torn ACLs with knee braces on. One went on to play in the NFL. 
And they knew it was torn, or they yeah, found they it out? No, they knew it was torn. And they just like I'm good. Put a brace on it. Let's go. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I played for a head coach in college in Al Grow. No lie. I mean, he told us once upon a time, based on a recruiting class he had coming the next year, like you're just practicing until my other guys get here. <laughs> and he, like after a spring practice, he said that. And then he went on to say, if I could, I'd cut you and sign a player off of waivers from Detroit. <laughs> that, was my, that was my head coach in college. He was, he was great. I love Al Gore. Shout out to Al Greasy. That, that story with the conclusion of, he was great. We're unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. From number five to number one. The best of the best of the best, sir. These are the Chris Canty Power Rankings. Ah, yes. The power rankings. You're listening to Unsportsmanlike. He is Evan Cohen. I am Chris Canty. And this is the top five sneaky teams that could be in on quarterbacks at the top of this year's draft. So teams that you wouldn't expect that would need a quarterback right now. Teams that we're not projecting to draft a quarterback, but they could be all in on making a move at the most important position in all of team sports. So you can't say Chicago. You can't say Washington. You can't say New England. You can't say Atlanta, Denver, Pittsburgh. No. They cannot be said. It's none of those teams. Got it. It's none of those teams. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Let's kick this thing off with number five. Number five. The L.A. Rams. The Los Angeles Rams, Matt Stafford going into his age 36 season, but it's an old 36. It's his 16th year in the NFL. There's a lot of wear and tear on that body. There have been a lot of rumors around him retiring over the last couple of years, ever since he won that Super Bowl, his first year with the Rams. I could absolutely see a world where Sean McVay decides, you know what? We're going to take a quarterback when we want one, not when we need one. Allow him to share the quarterback room with Matt Stafford. Get some of that greatness through osmosis and proximity. And then away we go, let him grow with Puka Nakua in that young core of players that they have, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So the L.A. Rams, 
could be sneaky in on a quarterback early in this year's draft. I love that. I love it. If I'm driving around the Southland in L.A. right now listening to 710 and I hear that, I am so pumped up because of the idea that Matthew Stafford is my guy. That is the ultimate example of draft a quarterback when you want one, not when you need one. 19 overall, if J.J. McCarthy somehow is still there and they take him, Oh, my God, I'd be pumped if I'm a Rams fan. That makes so much sense for the LA Rams. Love that. All right, keeping this thing pushing, number four. Number four. The Arizona Cardinals. They've got multiple first-round picks this year, four and 27. They've got, count them, three third-round picks, three six-round picks. They also have their own second-round picks. So a lot of ammunition, a lot of draft capital. They could afford to take a quarterback, and here's why you do it. Kyler Murray's cap hit this year is $52 million. His cap hit next year, $45 million. Then it jumps up to $55.5 million. It's a lot of money that you're going to be doling out to Kyler Murray. I don't know that the Arizona Cardinals, especially this regime, is sold on Kyler Murray the way that the last one was that gave him that contract extension. So I could absolutely see a world where they decided they're going to draft a quarterback and potentially look forward to a life without Kyler Murray, maybe flip Kyler Murray if he has a turn-back-the-clock performance in this season, trade him while his value is high, knowing that they already have a succession plan in place. Unlike the Rams situation, and I like this one too because I'm not high on Kyler Murray. No, as my franchise you're really quarter. not a Kyler Murray guy. I don't, listen, I have, I have a couple the of biases. The social media post didn't sway you, Kyler Murray QB1? No, one. God. There's a few <laughs> biases I have when it comes to the quarterback. I don't like short quarterbacks, and I'm not big on lefty quarterbacks. I'm sorry. I'm open about my biases with quarterbacks, not into the short ones, not into the lefty ones. Anyway, in terms of Kyler, I think what you just created, if they were to take a quarterback, creates a quarterback controversy, unlike the Rams. The Rams creates a, uh, create a succession plan. Cardinals create a controversy. But you don't care. I don't care about and I think Kyler you're right Murray's not to hurt care. feelings. I don't care. You're right. That, that's, that's what the money is for. Yep. That's why I'm paying you $47, $48 million a year. Like, you hurt feelings, get over it. That's why we're paying you so much money. I, I agree with you. You're going to have to be a professional. You're going to have to deal with it. And guess what? If you don't, I already got a guy that I know is waiting in the wings. Yep. So I'm covered either way. Agreed. Exactly. Keeping this thing moving. Sne- Number three. Sneaky teams that could take a quarterback at the top of this year's draft. So that means first or second round. Now, this next team, they don't have a first-round pick. Okay. But they do have a second-round pick, and that would be the Cleveland Browns. That's 54 overall. 54 overall. Deshaun Watson's cap hit the next three years, $64 million. Let me say that again. Deshaun Watson's cap hit the next three years, $64 million. The Cleveland Browns keep robbing Peter to pay Paul. They asked Deshaun Watson to restructure his contract the first couple of years he's been there. And guess what? That bill is coming due. And if you're Cleveland, you can't be in a situation where you don't have a viable alternative to the quarterback spot. You can't do that to that locker room. You can't do that to that defense. Miles Garrett, JOK, and those other guys. You've got to find another guy that could be a solution, a difference maker at quarterback. It can't be the carousel of DTR and, and Joe Flacco and whoever else that they had out there. You've got to find somebody else, and I think that somebody else is in this year's draft. If Michael Penix somehow, some way, falls to being a second-round pick, maybe they look at him. I mean, Bo Nix, even though I think he'll be a late first. I think there are some other guys. Spencer Rattler is a guy that gets consideration based on how he's handled the pre-draft process. There are so many other quarterbacks that merit consideration. And I think if you're the Cleveland Browns, if you're Andrew Barry, and if you're their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, this is something that you have to think about. What creates a bigger quarterback controversy in Cleveland? Bringing Joe Flacco back or taking Michael Penix at 54? 
Oh, it's bringing Joe Flacco back. It's bringing Flacco like back. Like you almost can't bring him back yeah, because for controversy. He was, because he was so good. So the minute that Deshaun Watson struggles, there are going to be guys in that locker room that said, hey, we got proof of concept with Joe Flacco. We might not need a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. We can get it done with Joe Flacco. Now, I, I think that was lightning in a bottle, a unique set of circumstances. I don't think Joe Flacco's your guy for the entire year. They only asked him to be good for a month. And so I think drafting a quarterback that can then supplant Deshaun Watson gives them a guy that has a controllable contract, and you know that why that's important because of the albatross that is Deshaun Watson's contract. It just makes all the sense in the world that they would do this. It's an amazing thing. Basically, Joe Flacco was too good to return to the team he was too good for. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. All right, number two. New York Jets. And it's a similar logic with the New York Jets. How can you depend on Aaron Rodgers staying healthy in his age 40 season coming off of an Achilles injury? You just can't. And I get it. You don't have a second-round pick. You don't have any draft capital to waste. You're in win-now mode. But with as good as that defense is, I have to have an alternative at quarterback. They already are giving Zach Wilson an opportunity to shop for a trade because they don't want Zach Wilson in the building. They don't think he gives them a chance uh, in in terms of being out there and invoking confidence in the rest of that locker room. So to me, it just makes all the sense in the world that the New York Jets sitting there with the 10th overall pick consider a quarterback. Now, I don't know if that's J.J. McCarthy territory. I don't know if that's slide back, add some picks, and then add a quarterback on top of another position player. I, I just I don't know. But quarterback needs to be top of mind at the top of the draft for the New York Jets. Considering where this franchise is, considering where this team is from a roster standpoint, you have to give them a chance to compete. And I just don't know that only rolling with Aaron Rodgers with no contingency at quarterback makes sense. Oh, God, I hope you're right. We're all going to be in Detroit for the draft. You're doing the draft here on ESPN Radio. The Jets taking a quarterback at 10. It'd be great. Oh, my God. Sit back for the next month. We have a topic. It'd be great. (laughs) Oh, my God. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. But there could only be one in the power rankings. There could only be one top team. Number one. Top team. That's going to be in on a quarterback at the top of this year's draft. And that's going to be the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. I know the two anon people ain't going to like this. Two anon is absolutely not going to like this. But here's the thing. The Dolphins have to make a decision on two a long term. They have to, right? He's got a fifth-year option in 2024 that's going to pay him around $25 million bucks. But what do you want to do with Tua after this? Can you justify paying him $50 million a year this offseason? I don't think you can. Not after what we saw in December with losing to the Titans in a primetime game at home, a team that was quarterbacked by Will Levis. Not after season, seeing him lose the regular season finale to a division rival in the Buffalo Bills, and that cost you the AFC East title. And not losing once you had to go on the road in the playoffs in Arrowhead the way you did. I think all of those things have to be data points that inform the decision that Chris Greer, their general manager, has to make around the quarterback. And that's why I think the Miami Dolphins are in on drafting a quarterback early in this year's draft. I want to make sure we're clear on this, which I know you are, but I'm going to reiterate this. 21 overall, if you're the Miami Dolphins and there's a quarterback that you value in the first round, you would take him right there. Yes. All right, we got to continue this Those are the sneaky quarterback teams, one through five, the Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, Cleveland Browns, Arizona Cardinals, and L.A. Rams. we got to continue that because you just put a lot of pressure on the Dolphins quarterback situation. Maybe not up there with the Bears, but maybe second to the Bears in terms of overall pressure at the quarterback position going into this offseason. We will get to that coming up. We're Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. 
You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.